everybody. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I am JP. That guy is Nick. Nick, how are you? I'm awesome, man. How are you? I'm I'm doing fantastic. It's a little bit cold in the studio, so hence the beanie. But, uh, okay. you know, here in Oregon, as you know, uh, they, they thought it was spring and then fake spring rolled around. Now we're back into fourth winter, but soon yeah. we're going to have, <laughs> have have spring. I know. I was wearing tank tops and shorts on the car lot last week, and this week it's hoodies and long right. pants and undershirts, and it's like, man, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's Oregon, man. Today on the show, very special guest. We're super stoked to have him on. Uh, TV star, movie star, you may recognize him from such films as That Thing You Do, and one of my faves, uh, the Showtime TV series, Ray Donovan. Welcome yeah. to the show, Jonathan Sheck. How are you, sir? I'm great. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and I swear our weather sounds like your weather. It changes every day. Yeah, we have a buddy that... And then, then it was 78 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> we have, yeah, we have a good buddy that just moved to Nashville, and he's like, dude, it's just like Oregon. It's like hot and sunny, and then it's like all of a sudden four inches of snow. I'm like, yep. Yeah, but I think except uh, they swap smoky summers for tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, no one told me that. <laughs> I moved here. It was like uh, four months later, we had a serious tornado hit. That oh, was, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Was that the no first time? told me tornadoes. Was that the first time you experienced such a thing? Yeah. How was I mean, that? I mean. Well, you know, it didn't, it didn't hit outside, but it was in East Nashville, which, you know, isn't really that close, but it's close enough. But the phone, like the warning systems um, that are set up to, like the whole world just went ape shit. You know, like my phone was blown up because everyone was texting me. The the weather service was letting me know there's warnings and tornadoes in the area. And just, it was just like, I, I was like, oh my God, what do you do? You know, you don't know if it's here or there. Like, right. Wow. Craziness. Oh, crazy. Oh, so, uh, so listen to this. There's a dad moment. So my wife comes running in, running into my room because um, we. I have to get up with my son. So sometimes I sleep in this other room. So she comes running in the room. She's like, we got to get downstairs. There's a tornado warning, T- tornado warning, which means it's touchdown. Right. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, we, so we get my, my eight-year-old son uh, and my, my, my wife and we grab the dog and we go downstairs and we're in the basement. And then I go, where's Lily, our one-year-old? She's like, oh, we forgot Lily. (laughs) Nick has that. Nick has that problem all the time. He has so many kids. He forgets them all the time. I was. Yeah, I have. So I have six kids. But gosh, like 12 years ago, I'm shopping at Walmart with three of them. Right. And the baby at the time, I load the two bigger kids in the car, get ready to go. I left the baby in the shopping cart right next to the car. I'm pulling out and this old lady's like pounding on my car. Hey, hey, your kid's in the cart. I'm like, oh my God, no. So that's that's the dad fail. Now, yeah. we got a little bit ahead of ourselves here, Jonathan. Uh, the normal first question I have for you, it's a rite of passage here on DadCast. Um, you've already answered it in the short amount of time we've had already, but I'm going to ask it anyway for uh, uh, the sake of continuity. Uh, are you a dad? I am a dad. I have, I have a eight year old boy and a, a one and a half year old little girl. So that is, uh, you're kind of trending on the same way that I have my first, um, I have three kids. I have a 17 year old stepdaughter who's going on 30, um, an eight, 11 year old son and an eight year old girl. So my youngest is my little girl. Um, ain't it a trip, man? This whole thing being a dad. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> lost for words. Uh, let's yeah. take you back, Jonathan. It was nine years. How old you said your son was? Eight? He's eight. So let's take you back about nine years ago. It was a fateful day, and the lady came up to you and, and let you know some a bit of news. You're going to be a dad. Oh, wow. How was that day? Can you recap the emotions? Any good stories behind it? You know, before that, we had lost, um, like, she had uh, told me that she was pregnant, and then she told me that she come run in the room, she was crying, and that was really a painful moment to, to know that that spirit wasn't going to be there. Right. Um, and then so when we had, she told me the next time, I was just kind of like, I just wanted her to be okay. You know, I just wanted everything to be all right. And waiting one month after the next day by day, just waiting for the little guy to come and make sure everything was okay. So that's what happened. So I don't remember that, but I do remember this. Um, when my little girl was, uh, I was making a movie in Blue Ridge, North Carolina. And uh, it, it was the, it was a moment in my life where I let everything go out in Hollywood. I decided I was going to move to Nashville, Tennessee. And I was going to let my reps go, everyone go, and just start over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I let I gave up all the things that didn't serve me. And um, I said, you know, what what is this I'm supposed to do as a as a creator or a, an actor and one of my dear friends said, you got to meet this producer. And he sent me to this producer and uh, his name was Gary Wheeler. And he, um, he said, Hey, you know, I got this role uh, in this movie called Blue Ridge. It's about a guy who leaves California to go to a small town to become a sheriff and to be closer to his family. And I was like, Whoa. Okay. Right. (laughs) So I'm, I'm there, I'm right. in Blue Ridge, I'm filming, my wife travels with my little boy, and I'm on the set in my little beautiful place that I was staying while we were filming, and she came in, and she was so weird, and I was like, what, what is wrong with you? And she goes, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course you are, right, that's, that's why you're acting so weird. Right? Oh, wow. yeah. Were and you... So my- I'm sorry. My go ahead. My character had a little girl in the in the piece, so it was a little girl. There wasn't much acting for you then, apparently, in this role. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, life imitates art, right? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's what was awesome. Happening. Were yeah. you uh, in the rooms uh, nearby when uh, the the wife gave birth, and how was that experience for you? I was holding her. Yeah. I was holding her. So we had uh, Lily Joe at, uh, in our guest room during the pandemic because. We couldn't couldn't go to the hospital and me be there with the mother-in-law and the mother-in-law was going to be there no matter what. So right. I was in the room because we had the baby with um, a midwife and uh, a doula. And I was holding, the doula goes, you know, you're going to have to focus your breathing and push because you're going to run out of energy to my wife. And she's like, the time is now. And we got like in like, you know, it's like a workout regimen. I was like holding her up. Right. <laughs> and she's pushing and I, right there. And they, they, uh, when my little girl came out, she went into a pool of water and they lifted her up and they started treating her. But my wife was uh, bleeding and, uh, they, they literally took the little girl and they said, take your shirt off. And I took my shirt off and she put, put my little, little Joe right here. 
by my heart. And I just held her and I was just like, wow. Yeah. Right. Something to behold. It was kind it of was in the world. Yeah. The same book. My, uh, for my youngest, my uh, lady gave birth. Uh, it was a water birth. So she was in a glorified giant hot tub. And, uh, I, for lack of a better way to put it, caught my daughter and I was the first person, but, and it was all underwater. So I, yeah. I catch her and I bring her underwater and then up and out and onto mom's chest. And that's mm-hmm. when, you know, she took her first breath, but yeah, just, whew, it's amazing and emotional. And like, it even gives me the heebie-jeebies right now, just talking about it. That is, we had uh, my youngest in the midst of COVID also. And like, like your mother-in-law wanted to be there and we decided I was going to be there. So we set up the iPad and she was up on the, the nightstand in the hospital on the iPad. She's down in the parking lot watching the entire thing from her car in the parking lot on an iPad. Wow. So thank God for technology. And, yeah, you know, true. and yeah, yeah. COVID just kind of ruined everything, but it, we made the most of it and it was yeah. very cool. So. Does, uh, does your, uh, your boy who's now eight, I'm, I'm assuming getting close to that nine-year-old Mark. Um, is he aware that dad is a, a big deal in the world of TV and movies yet? Or is that not quite there yet? You know, he, uh, yeah, he's aware. <laughs> <laughs> People stop me for that thing you do daily. You know, right. They're all like, man, you know, can I just take a picture with you? And, and he's like, what? What? <laughs> Why'd they want to take a picture with you? I'm like, why well, did this movie? They love this movie everywhere I go. Is so they'll love this movie for 25 years. And he goes, well, you know, so that makes you famous. And I was like, well, I don't know if it necessarily, it definitely there's a component of being famous to it, but it's, it's who your dad is, who I've been for 30 years of my life. So. Yeah. Don't worry. As soon as the teen years start coming in and, and take it from a guy who knows I'm of course, I'm not on the level of famous that Mr. Jonathan Sheck is, but within a 40 square mile radius of where I live, I'm pretty popular. Okay. <laughs> Worked in a local radio here for like 20 years. Um, Got a great so, radio voice. No, thank you, man. I appreciate that. It doesn't matter where we go. In fact, the other night we went to five guys burgers, me and my son. And on the way in someone, Oh, JP man, good to see you, man. Blah, 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 blah. And then sat down on our way out. Another person recognized and, and said, hello. And my son just looks at me and goes, what's the deal, dad. I'm like, I told you your papa's famous 40 square miles, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dumb. He's going to take advantage of this in a few years. Believe me. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like, oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Hey dad, you know, can you, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, a, a possible girlfriend, you know, 15, 16 year old son, I need some dad. You got to help me out. You know, can you, you got to, you got to call up Brad Pitt or something, you know, to prove to the lady that you know, it's going to happen. It will be taken advantage of. So just be you know, forewarned. When I was on legends of tomorrow, um, Grant who plays flash, he, he called my son and left him a message. Oh, it's so cool. In, oh, the, in cool. the uniform. Yeah. As oh, dude. That's He's awesome. Like, hey, Hey, Camden, his flash uniform. It was awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Dad, see, it's, it's sometimes. Like, yeah, that's that's Flash saying hi to me. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Who's taking it easy then? All right, yeah, that's, that's good. Cool. Yeah, my, uh, my my oldest son is uh, 22. He's in the military. And he was on leave a while back. And we had, uh, I do concert promotions on the side. So I have a lot of famous musician friends. We had Granger Smith in town and he's dating this girl. He's like, Hey dad, she's really into country music. Do you think he can meet, like set up something with Granger for us? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> Why not? So yeah, they do take advantage. 
but it's, it's, it's awesome. It's so cool to see the expression on their face and just like, and yeah. just, just the, the, the love of, Hey, thanks dad. Yeah. You, you where's, where's your, where's your son stationed right now? He's in Texas. Uh, he's actually down in Southern California and training right now, but he's a, his base is in Texas. Is he, is he, what, what the division? Uh, army. Army. Yeah. Awesome. I grew up yeah. on a, a army base, uh, Aberdeen Proving Ground. Okay. Yeah. My grandfather was in the military. My father was a Baltimore city cop. Oh, very cool. I don't know how I didn't end up being one or the other. I, yeah, no, I'm, so I'm so weird. proud of him. He was like going down a bad path and I'm like, dude, you got to get your shit together. You got to figure out this is where, you know, you're going to go one way. You're going to end up dead or in jail, or you're going to go this way and things are going to be good. And he chose the right way, which is, which is awesome. And a lot of that was, we had a, we were actually talking to Jason Michael Carroll and it was a conversation he had with Jason and kind of changed his path. So. God, that's great. Yeah, it was cool. We told Very Jason cool. that exact story, and yeah. it's really cool to see. And I know, you know, celebrities, man, <laughs> most of y'all are are just, just like, like just like us, man. You just got a, you know, a very, very out there job that everyone is aware of. And uh, he was so humbled that I thought that was really cool. You know, yeah. he, you know, I, I like the fact when, you know, a celebrity is still down to earth and, and really cool to anyone and everyone. Speaking of which... When did uh, Jonathan Sheck, I loved referring to you in the third person, even though I'm looking right at you. Uh, when did acting become something that you realized that's what I'm going to do and I want to do and pur- pursue it? So I was at college at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, which is UMBC. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I had a real hard time with textbooks like the big thick textbooks that they would, you would have to go buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember those? So yeah. I had to buy, I had to buy his textbooks that I couldn't read. I literally couldn't comprehend or retain anything. And my roommate at the time was from Africa. He was, his third language was English. And I was like, do you have a problem reading this book? Because it's like, it feels like it's like the words are jumping all over the place. And he was like, no, <laughs> he's like, no, he reads it off. And I'm like, I just can't see it like that. I don't see it like that. So in my, I think it was my sophomore year, I took a, an act, one acting class. And I had never taken any acting classes before that. And I took that one class and I just thought to myself, I felt, I felt I could do this. I was like, this, I'm really good at. I'm really good at connecting to other people. And I was an artist. I was a painter. That was what I really focused on throughout school. And uh, I could see that I could like, craft and be creative as, a, as an actor, like right away. And then I, I got this great opportunity to go out to California. And within two weeks of being um, in California, this guy came over to me. He had, a long, he had like a little goatee. He had a bandana on, earrings all around down his ears. He had a robe on, colorful robe. And he was speaking in an Australian accent. And he goes, excuse me. And I was sitting there eating breakfast. He's like, excuse me, are you a model? And I was like, no, but I could be, right? <laughs> you know? And he's like, well, I'd like to take you to this uh, modeling agency, Wilhelmina. And I was like, I know who they are. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to meet them. And uh, so he took me there and the agents, Mary and Terry, literally from the day I walked in, they were like, yeah, you could totally do this. 
And I was like, well, I really want to be an actor. And they were like, we can set you up to acting classes. And so I, I went to about eight different classes, but this one teacher named Roy London was, he was off charts with passion and acting is the art of living. And he really was um, a beacon of that. So uh, I was lit. I studied with him nonstop. I studied with Michelle Pfeiffer, Gina Davis, Brad Pitt. It was the, the group that was in that uh, class before me, like the graduating class that I witnessed and watched, it was magic. And, you know, they weren't famous by that at, at that point. And watching that all happen, that's what just I couldn't, I like, I, I studied until I was ready to, like graduated from college. Like I studied that hard and I made enough money from the modeling to be able to pay for everything. And I remember going in the bank and depositing all my money and just having all that money in there. And that was what I lived off of and worked really hard because I knew I was really great. I was really grateful for that opportunity to have that money to be able to pursue my dream. And I just recently uh, went to a Richard Marks concert. Remember, you know, Oh. He had this he had this one song that yeah. haunted me at the age of 17 years old. Right. And it just was about uh some the like life was out there waiting for you. It was really about love, but it was for me it was like this there's more than just being from this town and I had to get out there and find it. So I pursued it. I had the courage to do that. And you nailed it, man. Good. Yeah. Now, now I'm 52 years old. I'm still still trying to make <laughs> I, that it's 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 you gotta keep going keep yeah, doing it sure. and and get it but you know i again i i perused your uh your imdb page which sometimes or it's and your wikipedia page you it looks like you still got stuff going on there's stuff in pre-production post-production oh yeah yeah good stuff <laughs> now so you're kind of like me and nick where we we skew on the older end of being fathers for the first time Right? How did you, you know, when your younger years was, uh, you know, fatherhood, was that something you aspired to? Didn't really think much about it. Uh, heck no. And it just happened. How, how did this come to be? Well, my first wife um, and I didn't work out and I thought I was going to have a family with her. Right. And so it took me a long time to get heal my broken heart. And uh, it just, I, I guess I just, every, everyone in between my wife that I, I'm with now and my first wife, it was like, I was so broken. I, I couldn't see straight. So I couldn't build a family from that. And I was lucky to not, just not, you know, have a child here or there. So, right. Yeah. That's yeah, same with me. Uh, in, in my particular case, uh, I thought we were, I was shooting Blake's. There was, there was never, uh, it, 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 there was never a scare. There was plenty of opportunity for a scare, but it just never <laughs> happened. And then, I'm 36 years old. Day after my birthday, the lady comes down the stairs, says I'm pregnant, and I says, "Who are you sleeping with?" And uh, it turns out, I, I, turns out they work, and we're good to go. But um, I'm glad it worked out that way for me because we got all that young out of the way, all that young men trouble, you know, all the stupidness which we never really escape from. But uh, <laughs> exactly, where it is, but in a better place in the head and financially and everything when I was older. So. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take that Pepsi challenge to any of my friends who say, you know, now I'm 40, 50 and my kids are, you know, adults and they're out of the house and now I can party. It's like, nah, no, no, I did that before. This is way better. Personally. Yeah. That's me. There you yeah, go. Me, I'd much rather be home with my little guy and my wife and instead of at the bar, I guess just 
It's what, so much more fulfilling. I'm guessing you two also have something in common. Um, that would be the a lot of working out. <laughs> so I yeah, I'm a, I just got back from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went at 3 a.m. So. <laughs> Oh my God. Did you really? Yeah. Every yeah, day. So I, I don't. So I try to get up at two 30, hit the gym about three, get home around four 30. I don't want to miss out on family time. And like, so I don't, I don't go after work. I, as soon as work's over, I go home, hang out with family and, and kind of prioritize my day. He just, sacrifices sleep instead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the sleep is going to get, keep you, uh, get the muscles growing. You know. I know. Well, I come, so I get like two hours of the best sleep of my life between four 30 and six 30. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I work my ass off in the gym and I'm like, all right, I'm real tired. So get home and get two hours of the best sleep of my life. I, I feel great. It's just kind of one of those things where I did a lot of reading on like Mark Wahlberg, the rock. And it's like, you know, their whole thing is get up early, hit the gym first, go about your day. And yeah, I, I, I take my son to the bus at uh, six 7:20, and then I go straight to the gym. Except yeah. today, since he didn't have school, I get to go a little later. And I got to tell you, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I I was more up. I don't know how to yeah. say. It. I was like I went longer and got more reps in and felt great. Nice. Yeah. Is everyone moving to Nashville? Yes. It it certainly yeah, we, feels that way. We I, probably should too. Like we have a we have a huge event in Nashville in July that. If you're around July 8th, we'd love you to come out. That'd oh awesome. my gosh. You know what? This episode, I will make sure we don't drop it until after stuff's been announced. So uh, we can, so we, we can, can tell you, we can, we, we can announce it now. It's fine. It's okay. We, just got, we have to be very vague. So how so far doing, are you? We're do, sorry. We're doing a live dad cast at Johnny Cash's ranch with orange County choppers. So we'll, we will have, it's a thing for veterans. Uh, we're working with very closely with safe home front. Um, which helps veterans reenter life after the, after the military. Right. So they have a chopper called Americana that Orange County choppers built for them that will have on display somebody from Orange County choppers, possibly one of the main guys will be at the, the events. Jason Michael Carroll will be singing. We have my, our good buddy, Jesse Lawson will come out and be singing. We have a couple of actors. I can't say who they are yet, but they will be there. Um, we have 500 people in attendance and we're also streaming it on a, on an app that should go out all over the world. Where's Johnny Cash's place? Somewhere in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, I, it's I, close. I've never man. been there. So I have no idea. You've never been there. Okay. No. Yeah. It's going to be great. Nashville. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we'd love for you to come out if you're around. We'll. Yeah. No pressure. Out. No pressure, but it's going to be fun. I'll be there. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, awesome. sir. All right, back back on track. You know, I love okay. pro- I love promoting within promoting, which is good stuff. Uh, and by the way, since I just said promoting, we might as well drop the fact. Thank you very much to Great Notion Brewing. Get the app. Go to our website, dadcast.co. Scan the QR code. Get yourself ten percent off with the code DADCAST10. Did I get that right, Nick? You did, and it ships directly to your door, ice cold. That's the great thing about it. You can order it. It comes ice cold, ice cold beer to your door. Mm-hmm. Are you a drinker at all, Jonathan? I don't. I haven't drank for nine years. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I don't drink that much these days either. But all of a sudden, we got partnered up with this uh, this this brewing company out of Portland, and I'll tell you what. I'm thinking I might start drinking beer again. I don't know. It's that good. <laughs> I, it, was, it was a lot more of their their uh, just kind of who they are as a company and what they believe in and and that that drew us to them. 
So it's, it's very artsy. They have one of the main guys that uh, creates all the skateboards for sector nine, Tony Hawk. He does all their artwork for their cans. So it was a very cool partnership that we have. And it's just more of their, just the the quality of who they are. And that was your extended great notion brewing promotion. (laughs) Oh, right. So Jonathan, if you, and, and I'm, I'm normally, I ask this question later, Nick, so I'm not going to ask it during the fast five, by the way, did you put together a fast five? Of course I did. Of course you did. All right. Um, if you were to offer any or one bit of advice to any new father or father to be expected, uh, what, what would that be? Oh, one piece of advice. Um, it could be 10 pieces, you know, but your child is a perfect reflection of you. And so you need to know that they're going to absorb everything that you're doing. So make sure that whatever is in there is reflecting to that child. Make sure it's, it's pure, clear as kind. There you have it. That doesn't get much more deep than that. And absolutely 100% correct. (laughs) So Nick, we uh, tend to, and hopefully this goes, uh, we'll split out into more questions, but Nick, we do a, uh, a segment called the fast five where he asks you five random questions. They're not, you know, anything super deep uh, unless he got deep today. And I want to do that right now, Nick, let's do this. I I didn't get that deep. (laughs) So uh, we're good. Um, What's your favorite food to cook for your kids? Well, they just love, uh, French fries. <laughs> okay. I know. So, yeah. French fries. I love cooking, doing French fries. But then again, they eat my salmon and my chicken that I make. And right. I'm going to say, that. you're a pretty oh fit guy. You know, I, when I told my lady that you were going to come on the show today, she immediately uh, did her little search. And, oh, this is a funny story. Sorry, Nick. See, this is what happens. <laughs> this, <clears throat> this just happened. And uh, I'm curious. I said there's no way that would offend him. But let's find oh, out. Boy. Uh, she says, Oh my God, I know who that is. You're having Ellen's beard on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's not going to offend him. That's how did you know that my lady, you ask her to research something and man, she can find the stuff that you don't even know. I, but yeah, she, 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 she came out. She's like, "I, I love that guy. He's great. So she says, hi, by the way. Well, that's cool that she said that. And she, because that's like a, you know, like that's not something that people, a lot of people know. Yeah. Well, it's out there, man. It's on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was, I, I'm very honored that I was Alan's beard. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm going to tell her that. I knew that wouldn't be offended. I knew that was a good story. All right, Nick, I am sorry. Carry okay. on. <laughs> if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Uh What's the name of that beer company? <laughs> Great notion. Great notion. <laughs> Great notion for you guys. Uh, if I have a billboard, it would be, I mean, what would I have a billboard? Uh, it would probably say, God grant me a serenity, accept things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Awesome. And now we will no longer discuss alcohol one bit. No, I was given, I'll show you this. I was given this by my parents um, when I came out to California. So Uh that's the prayer right there. The serenity. Mm -hmm. Right. I do. I know that it is the, you know, the AA uh, prayer, but it's also, it's just the greatest prayer. It's simple. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so the billboard question, I got to just tell you when we first started Uh, that cast, like one episode in, 
I bought a billboard in Medford, Oregon on a street, on a road that has, I think like a hundred thousand cars a day or whatever that said, Dadcast, the number one parenting podcast in the world with our pictures on it. That's awesome. <laughs> we had one episode in. We had one episode. And I think we had a thousand social media followers at the time. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it led to, we have about a half a million now. So it, it worked out. <laughs> it did. And we are at the top 1.5% in the world now. Yeah, but so it that's was. All I, want. I want that billboard back. Okay. I, I, think we should, I think we should resurrect it. We should. Yeah. But we should have Jonathan in the middle doing like this or pointing at both of us or doing yeah. one of those things. I was on the number one parenting a, podcast in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With those two dips. What's that over there? You know, it's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speak for yourself, right, what's, man. What's, the, what's your favorite character that you've ever played? Well, I played, you know, the whole experience making that thing you do was top to bottom the best. Okay. One thing I learned about myself, I'm like a reflection. I'm a shapeshifter. So when I got the opportunity, I knew that I was going to meet Tom Hanks. I wrote in my journal. And so when I read that script and he had wrote it. Right. I was just like, wow, this is like, you know, this is my opportunity to really shine. And Mm -hmm. I went in there and won that role by singing i quit i quit pretend there was a uh, uh what do you call that microphone that was hanging from the ceiling uh, yeah i tapped it because i knew it was 1964 and i tapped it and then i swear tom was just like oh what's going on <laughs> <laughs> and i sang it because everyone else probably just said i quit and left but i sang i quit and as soon as i did that i can't even tell you like it just I just was a reflection of him, like what he wanted, the courage that he expected from this character. Right. And, uh, and that was it, you know, that was, so playing Jimmy and having his, his direction his his reflection was just unbelievable. That's awesome. That's that thing you do is like in my top five of all time favorite movies. And I actually had the, I, I was lucky enough to meet Adam, the guy that wrote the music for it twice. Yeah. So I, I met him, I saw him like, gosh, like 15 years ago with Fountains of Wayne. And then he was on a solo tour doing a storytelling thing with Art from Everclear, Max from Eve 6, and got to hang out with him. And it was like so cool. And then he passed away recently. And so In the beginning, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Yeah. So Tom, Tom and Rita get COVID. That, you know, when that happened, I was just like, man, <laughs> wait a minute. Why would they? So if Tom and Rita would say that they had, I was like, this is scary. What's going to happen? Yeah. And that was in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Adam yeah. passed away from COVID. So yeah. I was like, whoa, what's going to happen next? And, you know, we all went into this craziness of yeah. people getting sick and dying. And it was real for me because of, because of Adam. Have yeah. you, have you lived in Nashville now for this whole COVID? Yeah. How did I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm interrupting you again with That's my good. own question. Um, <laughs> since we're on the topic and it shifted that actually before that, um, I, I got to throw it out there. Any chance you could give Tom a call for us? <laughs> I mean, we, we, we'd love to have him on the show. Just saying. Let's, let's see what he says. Holy crap. Are you serious? Oh my God. I thought <laughs> if he's going to call Tom Hanks right now on the show, uh. <laughs> he's making a movie in Pennsylvania. All right. Well, you know, his, it, his wife does come here a lot because she's a, she's a, a musician now and she's a singer. Yeah. yeah. She actually comes to um, Jacksonville, Oregon all the time, almost every summer and plays at Brit festivals. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so how was COVID for you and your family um, at the beginnings and that whole year of 2020 and, and also 
the community and where you live? How, how was it in that neck of the woods? Well, I, I have like three acres and, you know, it's funny, but like, I was so new, like if my neighbors were outside, you walk up to them, you stand, stand distance from them. You're like, Hey, that's bullshitting. And then, and then you start realizing like, if I, because I have kids, if there was a possibility that I got it because of my kids going to school and stuff, you know, the older um, gentleman that I adore that lives next door to me, like, I don't want to get him sick. Yeah. Well, if my yeah. kids were sniffling, I wouldn't go outside, you know, but I had a little baby. So I literally had this little baby. That's all we had. It was a blessing that I, all I did was stay home with this incredible gift and uh, just take care of my family and try to get the porch done. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't sound too terrible at all. Nick, sorry, man. He got more. Oh, no, it's all, it's all good. Um, yeah. So, okay. What's your proudest dad moment? Wow. I mean, they're endless, aren't they? they like they one day you're to the next. <laughs> um, my little boy, he's eight. And I don't know why, but he likes football. But, well, good. He, he really, he's playing this little, he plays in this, um, seven on seven league. They really don't know what they're doing at all. But I was, I was coaching and I was watching him and he, he got the handoff. He came around the side. He stopped. All the kids were running. He jigged and crossed. He looked like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he, buddy. Like, oh, oh. he ran for a touchdown. I was like, wow, like that can be taught. So I was proud of him for that, man. That was That's awesome. But so, yeah, no, you're right, dude. It's every day. It's like, holy crap. They do something that blows your mind, and you're like, what? Does that make you a uh, Baltimore fan of all sports teams? I am. I am. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize for the week one of last year. That was what a game, man. I'm a Raider fan, and it was the first game wow, in Vegas. Every, every game with the Ravens is like that. Though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you be a Ravens fan? It's like, you, you have, like, it's it just anxiety driven. Well, like just win the game in the third quarter for one. You should try being yeah. a Raider fan for the last 20 years. Hey, you guys want to be You want to talk guys, about anxiety and stress well, and heartbreak and all they, of those adjectives. They keep leaving you. They keep training, going to different cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're good now, though. We're setting a good foundation. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Nick, got any more? All right. Last question. The funniest parenting fail that you had. I told you guys in the beginning when the tornado hit, we ran downstairs. I was like, oh, I got to go get my daughter in the crib. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. All right. I'm going to add a couple. Uh, If you could act beside any actor, living or dead, in any type of project that you have not already done so, who would it be? there's, There's a lot. I mean, I never got to work with Charlize. Okay. I, I really, I think I need to work with Charlize. And then um, Anthony Hopkins, if I ever get the chance to work opposite him, Denzel Washington. Yeah. These are some. Oh, yeah. thank you. Another and, question. Who is right? Chris Rock or Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> What a mess. Right? I know. Can you- I'm still torn. I still think it was fake. I just, oh, man. It's not fake. No, it's not fake. Will not gone from the Academy for 10 and getting canceled. I don't think that's fake, Nick. Uh, I uh, 
I am not anyone to judge anyone. I have failed miserably in my life, done some horrible things. And I, I just, I feel so bad for him to make that choice. Yeah. He probably didn't make that choice all that often. It's like he's caught up in this moment of they believing that that was the right thing to do. Yeah. And I hope that people realize that, you know, we can make mistakes and come back from them. Um, yeah. And I hope he does too. Cause I mean, until that moment in time, can you pinpoint anything that that man has ever done that would be overly controversial or negative or be shown in a bad light? I can't think of anything. Yeah, I can't either. You know, I was on the cover yeah. of Vanity Fair with him in 96, like the man, the leading men to watch. Uh-huh. So I was right there. It was like we posed together for that, you know, photograph. And it was interesting, but it was. A, it was Matthew Modine, Leonardo DiCaprio. I know Benicio del Toro is on there. And then it was Stephen Dorff, who lives up the street from me here in Leaper's Fork. And it was me and David Arquette and then Will Smith and then Skeet Ulrich. So <laughs> David Arquette and Stephen Dorff live literally, not, I can't walk there, but I could walk there. It wouldn't take me about an hour. So those, just throwing it out there, those are two other dudes I'd love to have on the yeah, Just give them all a call for us there, Jonathan. <laughs> well, Stephen's not a dad, but David is. And David's kid, uh, Charlie, is on my Little League team. And David oh, Arquette's cool. a huge wrestling fan, too. Yeah. I, yeah, so. I just watched the the most recent scream. I was like, oh, my God. He killed it. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome, man. Are you a fan yeah. of the uh, of Star Wars at all, Jonathan? Oh, yeah. Okay, so what do we got to do to get you on one of these Disney Plus series that has anything to do with Star Wars? Because, man, I would love to see you in something like that. Oh, my God. I mean, wait, did you, you call your agent up and say, hey, psst, hey, I want to you know, throw, throw a seat out, you know, make a feeler call. How does that you know, work? I, I don't have an agent as, in this moment, but I do have a great manager. But uh, I did. I was sitting across from a very big agent, um, in Holly, a big Hollywood agent. And he asked me this question. He goes, <laughs> okay, Jonathan, well, what do you want? And I go, I want to be Batman. <laughs> and he goes, you're too old. Because <laughs> they were they casting the younger Batman at that time. Right. I thought that was great, man. I just thought that was the greatest. Well, you're, gosh, you got to be close to the same age as Pedro Pascal, right? Who just did the Mandalorian. You yeah. would have been a perfect Mandalorian. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. I would have transferred from being the bounty hunter Jonah Hex to the Mandalorian. I would yes. Have, I love that stuff, man. And now when I have kids, like I give up my time to go do something like that. You know, what's crazy. We actually do know somebody that works for Disney plus. I, I don't know. An actual, <laughs> he's, our, he's our agent. He's <laughs> so. an actual agent for Disney yeah. plus. So, you know, <laughs> I'm never on their, any of those guys' radars, and I never. That's so crazy. Let's oh. put them on the radar. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna put them on the radar. And if something, all we ask is if you ever end up in anything Star Wars related. Uh, what do I want? I want a signed lightsaber. That's it. <laughs> I'll even provide the lightsaber. If I fight with a lightsaber, oh my god! Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that would be absolutely amazing. Okay, man, gosh, Star Wars. Okay. See, what did I tell you about going off the rails here, Jonathan? Yeah. It was like the first 10 minutes, dad, kids, and here we are talking about Star Wars. 
<laughs> you know, it goes right back to Joseph Campbell and Hero's Journey. That's what Star Wars is all about for me. Yeah. It's about the hero's journey. Yep. Right, I'm sorry, Nick. Was that was that all the questions? That was that was it on the fast five, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So what's in store for uh Mr. Jonathan Sheck here in the in the immediate future? What projects okay. you got going on? And can I, you include your kids on those? I wish I could. You know, my friends are starting to do that, so I will eventually start to get them around sets and being parts. And, um, but I have a movie coming out called Frank and Penelope in June. It was written and directed by Sean Patrick Flannery. Okay. Know- oh, we know. I know who he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little boondock saint action. Yes. Number one, he's a great dad. A great dad. His boys, a um, little back, background. And I, I always wanted to ask Sean if I could say this because he's <laughs> – He's so humble, but he like, he, you know, he came out, did powder. He was like, he's a really, really good actor, but he stopped his career and for a year and went to, went and won the national championship in Taekwondo. Right. I'm almost positive. That's exactly true. Something of that nature that happened. And then he got back into acting, did, you know, all these great things. And then, and then, stopped Taekwondo and became a, a black belt in jujitsu and won the national championship, started his own jujitsu academy in Hollywood. Now he lives in Texas. Um, I think it's Houston, but he's got his little boys are, uh, I think one's a little older than my son. So he's nine and seven, something like that. They both won the state championship in wrestling. Wow. Oh, wow. Just recently. So, and just watching him do that, he's like, he's just amazing father, but he, so he, so I'm very proud to be part of this movie because he wrote it and director of the debut. And, um, it's such a fun ride. Now, is this and something it, that's going to be released you know, like, you know, worldwide in theaters? That, you know, they told me that it's in theaters only. It's probably going to be, I don't know if it's worldwide. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, not like, that's a damn. That's a radio term. It's worldwide. And, you it know. used to be, you know, that's how they everything used to do. You would get a big theatrical release and then and then go to different platforms. Right. But it's different now. Like, uh, yeah. Tom, <laughs> like, Tom and Gary just signed a deal with Plotone. They just signed a deal with Apple TV. Yeah. That's one of our movie stars right there. Just signed a deal. Yeah. With. Oh, it's crazy. Netflix. It's 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 unreal. Yeah. Well, as with anything, you know, it it. Change is inevitable, and uh, it's. I just see it. Uh, it's not not snowballing, but it's evolving. You know, mm-hmm. all the industries. I mean, if you look at what movies and TV are doing, and going to the streaming platforms, and I mean, and look at all the just amazing shows that are coming out that, that they're not even touching the theater. You know, I mean, Yellowstone, eighteen eighty three, all the Paramount Plus shows. And then you got this network doing these shows, and it's all on the streaming platform. Radio has evolved into the same thing you know it's you don't terrestrial radio am fms in your car are nowhere near what they were at its peak in the 80s and 90s now it's you know anything you want can be had right here and the same thing with movie and tvs and i i don't i can't i don't live that side of it i know the radio side but how do you feel about that jonathan is it is that a is that a bad thing for actors the way it's going do you see some opposition to change from colleagues in, in, in the industry or is it just, are you, are you happy about it? Well, I, I had this conversation with Tom Hanks uh, at lunch and he just said to me, 
it's, you can't you can't fight the way the, the industry is going. You got to go with it, and um, you know you got to try to keep up with as much as you can. Don't leave your who you really are. And so Tom's like, you know, I I know that a lot of the movies I'll be making it's going to be straight to streaming. We we made this movie. He said I made this movie Greyhound. We independently financed it and everything, um, and then. We were going to put it out to theaters, but we couldn't put it in theaters because the theaters were all closed down. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. And so Apple comes in with this really great deal that, you know, we got everything we wanted and got more views than we would ever have gotten mm-hmm. in the theater. So I think as long as they don't take away the integrity and the quality of what you guys are doing, it's a good thing. I think once they take away the integrity and the quality of the art, then Eh, it's it's not probably not I'd, that great. I'd venture to say that some of these things I've been watching that have gone straight to these platforms, you know, are as good, if not better, than a Hollywood production. But they are Hollywood productions. They're, Hollywood. they're just not yeah. throwing it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah, they're still still producing things the same. They get to tell the story a little longer with the limited series. And yeah, I really dig I, that. I, I I would like to be more involved in that but you can imagine a guy who's been in film for such a long time you know doing a part in ray donovan that's that's it's hard for me to get it's yeah. really hard for, I, I always wondered because if i'm just a, i'm a, a shapeshifter but i gotta have the vehicle so they gotta write it they gotta direct it and then they have to want someone who just is going to embody it and when you have a studio and a bunch of executives trying to make a decision and I'm just reflecting this chaos to them. I usually don't get hired um, because they want someone who can actually do what they need. I'm the guy who can't read textbooks. So, you know, you got to really believe in, in my, in me and I, they got to have a really high vibration like Tom Hanks to hire me. Well, it's always happened. That's a pretty good person to have in your corner, man. I know he's great. I, I mean, I'm assuming, I don't know the man personally, but uh, yeah. <laughs> good good stuff well man what's uh are your kids are they sports fans i'm going back to the whole baltimore thing your kid yes. loves football you said but it, his name is camden camden so okay eight-year-old camden oriole fan baseball's yeah. back i know i'm a dodger fan so Me too. It's, I'm a Dodger fan. All right. I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. Damn. <laughs> Colin Hanks is a, a Giants fan. There yeah. we go. So ever since Playtone, uh, so after that thing you do, they created Playtone. Playtone was the label in that thing you do. They yeah. made Playtone Productions. And they had a they have a box right over home plate at Dodger Stadium. So obviously Tom and Rita uh all the, the, the Playtone uh, family, they, they work all the time. So guess who got the tickets? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, did you see uh, the news from like, two days ago, at least two days ago, as of this recording, whenever it drops, it may have been a month ago. I apologize. We have a lot of episodes in the can, but I digress. Uh, Clayton Kershaw threw seven perfect innings two days ago. And then Dave Roberts, manager, yanked him. Thoughts? Would you... Have let him go two more innings to throw a perfect game, or would you have? I mean, it's conflicting. I get it. It's for the sport, for the health. You don't want to injure him. He's already thrown. He's an older guy. He's thrown over his pitch count for the day. But this is history, man. This is a perfect game. What do you do? Yeah, I think he's got to keep going out there. Yeah, yeah I would put him out there. Oh, it's a damn shame, oh, Nick. Yeah. 
would have left him in. Exactly. Yeah. But man, yeah. did you see his response? He was nothing but class act. He says, look, I get it. You know, this, this is a team sport. It's not about personal glory. Um, I would have stayed out there. Sure. But I'm not upset. I'm not angry. I'm not mad. You know, we won the game. I think eight, nothing. They got the win. That's all that matters. So Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he he was in my community out there in Toluca Lake. And that was one thing I was like, man, I really like the hangar. So one of my other little league coaches, you're not gonna believe this, is Barry Zito. Oh, Nick, you should know that. Huh? That should ring a bell for you. Barry it Zito. Doesn't. Barry it, Zito. It doesn't. Okay. I'm, Hold he on. Only won a Cy Young Award for the A's and then went over to the Giants yeah. after that. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Who is the most famous, in your view, person that you have ever hung out with? Madonna. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't get much more famous than that. That's pretty gosh darn famous. I mean, I mean Elvis, Michael Jackson, that's right up there with those. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date with Madonna. You did. A real actual yeah. full-fledged date. Yeah. And how'd that go? Any details you care to share? You know, I was uh Diane Dane. So Di- so when I did that thing you do, I guess you would say that Madonna was my Diane Dane. Okay. I had a I had a girlfriend that was a make she was a makeup artist and I was dating her and Madonna was just like all trying to hook, she, hook up with me. Uh-huh. No, I get yeah. you. I see what you're throwing down there. And you know, I really I'm really interested. <laughs> <laughs> but also I you know wouldn't mind working with Madonna. So I went on a date and um I told her I had a girlfriend at the time, so she brought her girlfriend at the time. And um we had dinner and then she drove me home and outside of my house, I made out with Madonna and went back to the house. Yeah. And there's our clip. <laughs> I, I, <love> it. <laughs> um, I think you are uh, officially the first guest we've had on who has ever made out with Madonna. So, so you got that going for you, man. There's, so there's only two guys I'm jealous of right now, Jonathan and <laughs> Brian Hawkins. He made out with Kelly. <laughs> do you know our bud brian hopkins he was on saved by the bell back in the day he actually he manages us um oh, really played, yeah he played uh vince montana in one episode and got to kiss tiffany amber Thiessen. <laughs> so the ongoing joke every time we introduce him it's like dude here's brian hopkins the man that kissed tiffany yep. amber Thiessen. the former teen heartthrob <laughs> that's right well, tell her tell him i'm really good friends with elizabeth berkeley okay yeah, we we she studied in that acting class that I told. Oh, her. very cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm. man. You've uh, you've piled around with some of the some of the big players, man. That's pretty impressive. And so the, the fact that you're even hanging out and talking with us, man. Again, thank you, man. I yeah. totally appreciate it. I, I, I this is me still being humble. You know, Nick. Yeah. I keep he saying back on Twitter. I was like, what? No way. <laughs> Twitter's awesome. <laughs> it's about to be owned by Elon. Have you read that news? Well, is it going to change? Because I don't want it to change. Well, like, it's, like, it, I, I don't want to have to learn some new way of if If what I'm reading is correct, I wouldn't say it's going to change for the worse. If anything, all he wants to do is own it outright and make it even freer. So no bots controlling you, no, no, you know, no, no people, censorship. yeah, no censorship, no one checking and fact checking, which could be bad. Uh, but 
you know, overall, he just wants it to be less restrictive. And I didn't think Twitter was too restrictive to begin with, but. You know. Oh my God. You know what you can find on Twitter? It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave it. We're almost out of time here, Jonathan. Um, I'm going to leave you with one simple final question before we uh, tell everyone goodbye. Um, I will need to set it up though for you. Okay. This particular question, um, as I mentioned earlier, I worked in radio for many, many, many years, and I've had the opportunity to speak with countless musicians and actors and whatnot. And I try to do my best to always ask this same question. And typically you get the same answer, give or take, but one guy in particular, I will let you know who that guy is after your answer. Answer this question more profoundly than anyone in the history of me asking said question. And since then, I've been waiting for someone to match it, top it, whatever the case. So with that being said, it's a simple question. What is one thing you can't leave the house without? Love. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> can, can, can you can you a little farther? Get a little deeper with that answer. That's the answer, man. I think, Nick, we have finally met the questions match. Yes. At least it's equal. Everyone always has their phone, their laptop, their keys, et cetera, et cetera, which is perfectly fine and normal. But my man, George Thorogood, just he didn't even skip a beat. I asked him that question. This is what's one thing you can't leave the house without. He looked at me and said, kissing my wife. And since the, yeah, and there you go. And you're the first, you are the first we're talking eight years now. I've been looking for someone to match that question. Jonathan Sheck, everybody. You have no idea how happy that has just made me. Can you tell? I get a little excited. Oh, that's, that's, that is so awesome. Fantastic. Now, every time I tell this story, there's going to be two guys who answered the question better than I've ever heard it answered before. Wow. And on that note, everybody, you may know him from That Thing You Do and countless other TV shows, one of my favorite, Ray Donovan. And uh, what's the upcoming movie you mentioned? Frank and Penelope. Frank. Patrick Flannery's film. That, check him out in that. Um, I guarantee you, Nick and I, or at least myself, will be... Uh, I'll be checking it out. Yeah, but I don't sure. know if we're going to be checking it out together. Oh, we okay. see enough of each other, you know? But, you know, we'll see. On the couch. We're <laughs> <laughs> not a film for the kids. Okay. okay. I well, you know, I, I I always do that. Did, do you let your uh, eight year old watch PG thirteen movies yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm asking. I'm asking you, Jonathan. Do you let Do you let your kid watch? P- yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were. T- uh, if it's a PG thirteen flick, do you? you know, are, are you Are you strict on that or? No. You know, I w- went to a theater with a buddy of mine, and our they were our kids were six, and we were watching <laughs> Marvel movie. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. You know, superhero. They started crying when the, when one of the guys got beat up, they started to wail. Oh no. (laughs) And I was just like, we were both like, Oh, whoops. Whoops. Bad dad moment again. Maybe a couple (laughs) years from now. Popcorn. Come on. (laughs) All right. All right. Actually, before we end this, I got to know, do you let your, your daughter, does she watch Coco melon? (laughs) Yes. Okay. What do you, a lot of Coco melon? Do you, do you limit it? Uh, yeah, she, you know, she loves his Elmo. Okay. I mean, she's, I kid loved Elmo too. I've got to, yeah, I've got to try Elmo. So we're, uh, we're on Coco Melon. Like we, I should buy stock in Coco Melon. Like every time <laughs> we go to the store, I have to buy the Coco Melon toys. We have. That's your own fault, man. You're enabling it. 
a living room full of cocoa melon, an 82 inch TV with freaking cocoa melon on the daily. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Yeah, we watch we watch cocoa melon, but really, it's it's Elmo at this house. Okay. And yes. on that note, Sesame Street, yeah. Grover's my favorite still. <laughs> he is Jonathan Sheck. Uh, sir, thank you so much for hanging out on DadCast. We appreciate your time. We will uh, obviously off the air send you an email, maybe hit you up about that uh, thing coming up in July in Nashville. Uh, we would love for you to be our guest, bring the family. Um, it's going to be a good time. I guarantee that. To everyone listening and watching, thank you so much. We appreciate you. If you happen to be checking this out on the YouTube channel, like it up, subscribe, do all the good stuff. If you hate it, that's okay. Just hit the dislike button. If you love it, give it a thumbs up. If you have a question for Jonathan, you're a fan, go ahead and type it down there. Other than that, thank you all so much. Again, Jonathan Sheck, thank you for coming on DadCast. We will check all of you out next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, guys. See you guys.